Hello and welcome to another episode of Root Beer and Rambles. This is your host, Isaac Walter, back after like a month off due to this uh, coronavirus slash like moving twice um, sort of chaos that's been going on. So um, I guess to start, you know, um, it has been a minute, but I'm back. And I'll be doing two episodes a week, or maybe three. I, You know what? I'm going to say three so that I do two, because I'll always do one less. Um, I'll be trying to do more episodes this, this time around, um, now that I have a ton of free time, because, you know, there's nothing to do, because everything is closed. And that also means there will be more time for listeners to tune in, um, so make sure you share with your friends. I'm going to shill it early, and then at the end, I'll probably say it again. Forgive me for that, because I hate when people do that, but it's what you have to do, I guess. Today's root beer is Dad's Root Beer, Dad's Old Fashioned, which is one I've had before a couple times, but I can't remember its original rating. I'm going to guess a 6 for the original rating, but I really can't remember. I don't remember what it tastes like necessarily. I just know that I've had it. Uh, I think it was one I picked up on the on the road trip, but to get right into it, we'll get into the aroma, the smell. Which on dads is very, it's it's a very um, like sugary smell. It almost smells like sugar. Um, so I would say the aroma is pretty sweet, almost too sweet. I'd mark it as a six for the aroma. To for the flavor, I can't even remember anymore. The flavor is pretty good, actually. It's better than I remembered, or better than I thought it would be. Um, it's really sweet, but it's not a bad flavor for a root beer. Um, you get a little bit of the root beer flavor still coming through, but it is sweet. So I'm going to have to mark it down probably as an 8 for flavor. I, I do like it. I'd probably buy Dad's more often if I found them. Um, the aftertaste is very minimal. Since it is very sweet, it's kind of like drinking sugar water. There's not a ton of aftertaste besides kind of sweet, sugary uh, melt, so I'm going to mark it for a 6 for aftertaste. The carbonation is very low on this one, um, and I think when I opened it, I think it had been popped, the seal had been popped when it when they dropped, when a couple of the root beers dropped off the bed a couple months back. Um, so I think this is one of those that was dropped, and so I think that it's not uh, maybe... It's a little flat. I don't really know for sure. Um, so I would have to mark down carbonation probably as a six. It's right in the middle. Um, I Like I said, I think this is one I had on the road trip, but I honestly cannot remember ever buying it. I know I have had it before, but I cannot remember where or when. So from memory, I'm going to have to mark it as a six or a five, really. I probably should mark it as a five. I'm going to leave it as a six, though, because I already wrote, wrote it. Excuse me. Um... The price of these, I mean, this was $1.49, the same at the Atwood store, um, which there is one local, but they do not carry root beer, except for, like, I think Frost Stop, which is different, at least, and I'm trying to remember what the name is. I can't remember. It's, like, their brand, I think, um, which I have both of those in the fridge still, if I haven't already done them. Um, yeah, so the price, $1.49 is a good price. I'm going to have to mark it as an 8. That's a really decent price. The The artwork on the bottle is very old-fashioned, um, like a 50s, 40s kind of 
blue and yellow and red text, but there's not really art per se. It's just text um, on the wrapper, sort of a, a very basic, uh, normal kind of label, something I would probably design because I'm a terrible artist, but it looks good. It looks old fashioned and I like, I like it. So I'm going to mark it as a seven. Um, and the name dad's root beer, it is interesting um, because it comes from a little bit of history. We'll talk about a little bit, but um, the name, I think itself is kind of plain dad's root beer, not really specific, but the, uh, the history behind the name is what makes it more interesting. And we'll get into that right after I tally the score. So I'm going to have to mark the name as probably a seven as well. And, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tally all of the scores up and then come right back. That was probably the quickest tally in podcast history. It was like 30 seconds. Um, and I didn't get distracted for once. So that's neat. Um, the score ended up being a 6.625. I did check my memo pad with my uh, my long running list from years and years of, well, that's what long running means, I suppose. But I checked that list, and uh, I had marked it as a 5 originally, so I scored it a little higher based off my memory. So maybe that, I don't, maybe there is good memory tied to it. I really don't remember. And I marked it an 8 for flavor today, which is like, I'm going up in the world, or dad's is at least, and I don't know if that was, I mean, that it was the 11th root beer I ever had, which is likely a long time ago, <laughs> like three or four years, and I have read that they have changed their recipe, I think, is something that people were complaining about, but I kind of like this new taste, if it is the new taste, I have no idea, this bottle could be years old, it was at Atwood's, and when I asked the manager, he was like, I don't even know when the last time those things came in, so it could have been for for a long time, who knows? But I do like it. I like it a lot. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get into the history of Dad's Root Beer um, and talk about the history of the name a little bit. The It was created by Eli, I think it's Clappenard, if I remember right. Um, I might be reading this wrong. And, or Clappen, I don't remember. Eli and Barney. Barney Burns, Barry Burns. You know, I can't read my handwriting. Is that a bad thing? I don't know, ask Jacksonville Christian Academy. Um, so, yeah, so it was created by Eli, and I think this is, I think it's Barney or Barry. I have no idea. Honestly, not sure. Sorry about that. I probably should have re-upped this. I did write this show two or three weeks ago when the mic died, uh, and I was planning on recording that day, and so I wrote the show then, so none of this is exactly fresh on my mind. Um, so, oops. Um, it was created in 1941, located in Chicago, headquartered there originally, where they had a factory that was, like, all painted in their same colors, this, like, yellow, red, and blue color scheme, and, like, it had, I don't know, it's really interesting. If you are interested in, um, like, architecture and, like, that kind of thing, like, like, weird buildings, go look at the Dad's factory in Chicago. It's not there anymore anymore I believe it's torn down but the photos of it I mean it's just wild talk about like crazy 60s neon like 50s 60s neon everywhere and like massive signs and just yeah uh, it's it's an interesting thing to look at there's a really good article about it called at uh, maidenchicagomuseum.com that I was reading about dad's root beer since they are from Chicago and it was a really good article so I'd encourage you guys to go look up uh, madeinchicagomuseum.com. I believe that's all one word. Um, and then I th 
I just looked up Dad's Root Beer and, and it came up, but I think if you went to the website and you searched by Dad's, you'd probably find it as well. And they had a lot of pictures of the uh, the old factory and a lot of the history. It is now headquartered in Jasper, Indiana um, from Monarch, which I know we've mentioned a couple times before. Monarch Company is a beverage company who owns like several different root beers. Um, it's escaping me now which one they own that they... I think it's one from a couple weeks ago, cause I, or well couple shows ago it's been like probably a month or two but actually it's the last one we did uh mason's root beer which is also owned by monarch but was put down in favor of dad's i think dad's is the more popular flavor obviously they had a whole big factory and it was really neat um so they must have been huge especially to be in chicago i think they moved out in the 90s from chicago and that factory was closed but it is a very interesting thing to look at. I would encourage you guys to go check it out. To get into the history of the name a little bit, I mean, Dad's was just, they tried to base it off the flavor of their dad's root beer. Um, but what I always thought was interesting is the sizing that they had. They had the the kid size, which was like, I don't know what to call it. They came in weird. So it was like a small, like a really small one was like a kid's size. And then they had, or it was called like junior size, I think. And uh, they had these mascots of like a, typical 50s family of the dad and the mom and the the kid and then they had the mama size which was like a medium-sized bottle and then they had the dad size which was like a gallon jug or something i don't remember but the ads are really interesting to look at it's very 50s all of them are very uh 40s 50s kind of themed um because of course that's when they were made but it's interesting to look at and funny to see the uh pictures of them now and the way like I don't think we advertise like that anymore, but it's a really fascinating thing to look at, especially as a history major or someone interested in history. It's cool to see the history of advertising in the United States. Um, to go into the rambles portion, I'm today, you know, I promised last show like four weeks ago, I think that, um, I had two really good topics and I talked about one of them. I don't even remember what the one I talked about was. Um, but I think I'm going to do a little brief uh, explanation of why I have not done a show um, and then go into the topic. So this episode may be a little bit longer, which, you know, I probably owe it to you since it's been a long time, the uh, two or three of you that listen. Um, I may as well make this one longer because what have I got to lose anyhow, you know? So uh, the reason I haven't put an episode out in a while is that um, I had to move out of my college dorm due to this COVID-19 stuff, the coronavirus stuff. So I had to pack out and move. Um, so all my stuff was boxed for a little bit. Um, and then when I came home and unboxed it all and was ready to record, my mic was broken. Like it had died, I think probably gotten banged around or something and it just didn't work right anymore. So I had to buy another mic. So I got another mic, uh, pretty quick bought one off a local Facebook marketplace. It's a, it's a blue snowball mic, which are not like super high quality, but they're a really good mic for a really cheap price. And I got it for like 20 bucks. So like, I can't hate that. Honestly, it's pretty good for actually, it's a way better quality than the last one I have. And I paid 20 less dollars. So it's a, it's a good deal. If you're looking to get into podcasts, I'd recommend the blue snowball. Um, we also recorded a song on it the other day. So it does really good. It sounds good. Um, 
And uh, there's a ramble for you. Just kind of got off topic. What was I even saying? Uh, oh, why I haven't put out a show. And then last week um, got really busy. I had, like, not finals, but I had a Spanish test due, and I had to do speaking and stuff. And so I was, like, working all day on studying it, and I was just not feeling an episode. So I'm back. I'm going to try to do two. I'm going to try to have more guests um, because I'm back home, and everybody's back home. And I'm going to try to do call-in guests, but I have no idea how that works. So... We're going to see about that, um, and we're going to experiment with that, and we're also probably just going to have people in live in studio, which is currently my bedroom, which is also currently a mess because I just moved back from college, so all my stuff is everywhere. Um, so I'll probably have to set up an actual studio if I'm going to have in-studio guests. To get into the talk, I don't know why I'm doing that today. To, it's kind of fun, I guess, I don't know. Uh, to get into the topic of, see, I tried not to do it, and I almost did it anyway. To get into the topic of uh, my second cool topic, I promise, uh, I was going to talk about YouTubers and uh, the YouTube content I like to watch, and uh, it just happens to be that now we're all stuck inside all the time, and everything's closed, so you have a lot of time to watch YouTube, so I got a couple, um, actually, like a, I think this is like 10, I'm not going to count it, I counted it, it's 10, um, 10 different channels that I enjoy a lot. I'm a hockey fan, so like half of them are hockey. Um, and then the other couple are kind of like some comedy slash, uh, commentary and also some exploring type. Um, and I know there's channels I had, I didn't put down and I'll remember, but, um, the first one that I wrote was, uh, Jen's 95. It's J E N S 95. She does hockey highlights of all sorts. So, that's one I've followed for like, I don't know, four or five years, and I just always enjoy it. She does really good compilations of best hits, best, you know, goals, fights, whatever. Um, and then different kind of stuff, too. She'll do, like, fastest skating or, like, uh, you know, I don't know. There's different different things she does that are really interesting. Um, so that's a channel I've always enjoyed. She's done really well and does really good edits. Um, so if you're a hockey fan or if you're not a hockey fan, I'd recommend looking at her channel to maybe get into, like, if you want to just learn the game or if you want to watch uh, specific highlights, I would recommend going to her show. I think that would be a really good thing to do. Um, the next three are kind of together. Uh, well, the next two are together. I have uh, Gus Johnson and Sven Johnson, who are brothers. They're both comedians on YouTube. And... Uh, I think they started, well, Gus started first. Sven has started more recently. They're a pair of brothers from Wisconsin, and they have another brother, Thor, who is not um, actually, like, doesn't have a channel, but he appears on a lot of their videos. So he's uh, really good. Like, these are funny. They do a lot of funny skits. Uh, Gus has started to do more commentary recently. Sven did a commentary video, uh, which goes into Eddie Burback, who is another uh, uh, YouTuber who's actually Gus's roommate. They are... You know, um, Eddie has done his stuff on his own before, and uh, he decided to come in and, you know, became friends with Gus Johnson through YouTube, and uh, they ended up moving in together. So they make a lot of content together, a lot of skits. Uh, he does he does commentary videos on all sorts of stuff. I think some of my favorites have been more recent, as well as his, like, 80 movies comment, 80s movies commentary, like the weird 80s movies. Those are really funny, too. So his channel's a, a lot of fun. It's really entertaining. I like older Gus Johnson stuff, although recently he's started to have a lot of good videos again. Plus the podcast, the Gus and Eddie podcast, is really entertaining. So I enjoy it a lot. 
Um, the next channel I had written down was Bright Sun Films, which is, I mean, it's just Bright Sun Films, all one word. He does uh, sort of commentary, mostly, he has a couple different series, one on abandoned buildings, one on, he has Defunct, which is like defunct projects, uh, there's Bankrupt, which is just, you know, detailed histories of, of uh, like, you know, bankrupt companies. Um, I know he's done, he has a Disney series where he talks a lot about different Disney uh, ideas they had that never went through, or parks they had that kind of failed. Um, it's just a really fascinating channel, and, uh, and to me it's really interesting to learn about uh, a lot of those things that kind of failed and, and the histories behind it. And um, he, has, he has some other stuff, he does some of his own. He talked to, you know, he's actually gotten really big, he talked to like a couple CEOs. I think he did a blockbuster one that was really good. Uh, the Freedom Ship one that he did, I think about a year ago now, was really good. He actually talked to like the CEO of Freedom Ship, which is pretty cool. I don't think I'd ever talk to a CEO on this show. I don't know how I could, but he does really good, and, and his channel's really well edited and really well made. So definitely one I'd recommend. The next channel I have written down here is Proper People which is a, uh, an urban exploration YouTube channel, which is one of my hobbies. Um, and the reason I started watching them is because I wanted to find locations, but their videos are absolutely amazingly edited and they, the shots they take are beautiful a lot of times and they get into a lot of places that you'll never see otherwise. And they also travel around the world. So you get, I know recently they, I think last year they had an Asia trip where they were in China and Japan and so they got a lot of locations there that were really fascinating and really interesting to watch and their videos are longer um, but they're often really good like I, I really enjoy them it's a good like sit down it's they're not as long as a movie they're you know some of them are 40 minutes long but you sit down you just watch and it's really fascinating to watch these guys explore through everything and just the shots they have are beautiful i've made a couple of backgrounds out of some of them and i know they have a store where they sell uh prints so they're really fascinating i think the next four are hockey um or three the next one i have is a wood 40 which is it's just exactly what it sounds like he does detroit red wings highlights specifically all and that's my favorite team so one of my favorite channels um he does of every game recently he's done done older games because obviously there's no hockey right now so he's doing like every day he does like a game from the early 2000s of that date um so that's been really good and he does really well i don't know where this guy gets his footage but he has footage of literally everything that has ever happened with the detroit red wings apparently um but he's really really good uh sportsnet uh, uh sportsnet i'm gonna try again sportsnet's hockey like side i enjoy a lot um the bar down crew is really entertaining i think they're sports in it i don't know for sure i don't i'm not canadian so i don't follow this stuff very much um <laughs> well not the networks um but the bar down guys are funny and the quizzes they do are a lot of fun and some of the challenge videos that kind of stuff is a lot of fun too so that's one that i enjoy and then the hockey guy on youtube he's really good he does a lot of really good hockey commentary um and he knows a lot about the game so it's a really interesting uh, videos to watch a lot of times and kind of have on in the background almost like a podcast the uh the last thing i had written down is the colony house music videos if you guys haven't seen them uh they're fantastic i mean all of them are really really good 
And so I would recommend going to check them out. You know, I got to tie music in there. Got to shout out Colony House somehow. Um, and their videos are absolutely amazing. I mean, they're beautiful, uh, beautifully shot and often really, really like creative and really, really entertaining to watch. So I definitely would recommend watching those on YouTube. It's totally worth it. Um, not just listening to the music, but also listening to the music because it's also really, really good. This episode has uh, been brought to you by... I'm just kidding. I'm not sponsored yet, but I would be interested in doing sponsors. I don't know why I did that. I was going to wrap up the episode, and then I did that. So, you know, root beer and rambles is what we do. I'm almost out of root beer here, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up, finish this, and go eat breakfast because it's like 10 in the morning. And I've done all my work for the day, so that means I can... I don't know. We'll probably take a nap or something. Um, so, to wrap the show... Make sure you guys are following on Instagram for updates. Um, I'm going to post this episode uh, when it's uh, posted, which should be like, I don't know, probably 15, 20 minutes uh, posted on the Instagram page. And this has been a little bit of a longer one. Let me know if you guys like it. Um, I kind of rambled on there for a bit, which is the point, isn't it? And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you share. Like I said, follow the Instagram page. And uh, if you enjoy it, like it, you know, comment. I like to hear from you guys. I haven't heard much in a long time, but it's good to hear from you guys. So if you liked it, let me know. If you didn't, uh, you know, let me know, but like, don't be mean or do. I don't care, I guess. You know, it's your will. And uh, I'll catch you guys probably in a couple days, honestly, and we might have a guest. Who knows? I'll talk to you guys in a bit.